Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. Music of America podcast continues. Today we're in Tecumseh, Kansas. And if that sounds familiar, it's because Monkey House Guitars has been one of our sponsors since the very first broadcast day and i always talk about where the hell is to come to kansas well we'll find out about that and more when we visit with mike thompson and monkey house guitars but first river ridge farm vermont's recreation lover's dream is a gorgeous vacation rental nestled in the green mountains of vermont river ridge farm is an escape to everything that's wonderful that Vermont has to offer. This historic farmhouse sets atop 16 acres of fields with mountain views, pasture, a pond, tree-lined river frontage. Come enjoy the beautiful spot that's right here in the heart of the Green Mountain State, along with multiple nearby ski and mountain resorts, breweries, biking trails, hiking trails, other tourism activities. This spot is unique due to its multiple mountain views and resident farm animals. Talk to the owner and host, Diana, about coming to pet and interact with the pigs or do a farm stay in their comfortable modern farmhouse, which sleeps 11 guests easily. Enough space to throw events or just relax and rejuvenate in the beautiful Vermont landscape. Check them out. River Ridge Farm. They're on Facebook. You can find them on Facebook by searching River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville. There's a whole bunch of River Ridge Farms in this country. So you have to say River Ridge Farms Jeffersonville. Or to make it easier, go through Airbnb. River Ridge Farms in Vermont. Vermont's recreation lover's dream. Mountains and streams and pastures and so much like Kansas. <laughs> I get to say that, dude, because I, I used to live in Wichita and the surrounding areas. My son was born in southeast Kansas. So we used to joke that if on, on a certain day, if you stand on the eastern edge of Kansas and you look a certain way, you can almost see the Rockies in Colorado. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we're with mike thompson the owner and uh luthier for monkey house guitars and mike i mike or michael I, I, mike mike right mike. Yep. uh I, i've got my brother's name is mike and one of my best friends in vermont is michael so That's a I, great name. I always That's ask funny. if you want to be mike or michael right, i do that with right. john and jonathan's a lot too yeah but uh uh so you are a luthier by trade um I'm not even a luthier by choice. <laughs> I um <laughs> by by trade, I'm a tree guy. I I climb trees, uh, trim trees, cut down trees. I've I've done that for twenty years now. Uh -huh. Um, I I build. I'm a guitar builder. Um, it, it started off just as a i guess a challenge can i can i do this you know yeah um and that goes way back to high school i i, I remember in i took wood shop in high school and the teacher gave us one you know free project build anything you want you know you've got all this wood and all these tools at your disposal what do you want to build and well, i want to build a guitar you know 
And he's like, well, I have no idea how to do that. So you're on your own. I'm, I'm no help for you. <laughs> and I, I probably made it about a week into that project and quickly ditched it. And I think made a bread box or a cutting board or something <laughs> instead. <laughs> so that, that one guitar always haunts me. Um, you know, that it, it never got finished. Um, yeah. But as far as the term luthier, um, I, I uh, 100% do not describe myself as a luthier. And I get it. A luthier is a person who builds stringed instruments. And that's what I do. But to me, I feel like a luthier is also someone who has studied and studied under other luthiers that have come before them and learned the craft, learned the trade. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't I didn't come across it that way at all. I completely self-taught and everything um everything that i've done everything that i've built has all just been kind of flying by the seat of my pants figuring it out you know that's really um, so, that's impressive dude it really is because yeah, i've you, seen your you. work it's amazing thank you um but i feel like using the term luthier to describe myself i'm just like i cringe you know, when I hear it or when I say it, I'm like, but I'm not, though, because a luthier is somebody who's earned that status. And I don't feel like I have yet. You know, maybe someday I'll be a little more comfortable with it. Maybe, you know, maybe but... like maybe in another 20 years. Is that what exactly. you're saying? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wondered, is there is there is there a certification classes and things like that you have to take to actually be certified as a, quote, luthier? That's a good question. And I don't have an answer for it. I know there's classes you can take. Yeah. And there's schools, schools that you can go to um, specifically for that. Um, I don't know if you have have to do that to be technically, you know. See, I think there's a difference between a tradesman and a craftsman. And mm -hmm. a tradesman, like an electrician, I was in pest control for, you know, 30 years. So uh, we had to get certified by the state. You know, electricians right. have to, plumbers have to. But we are craftsmen. We're not, our, our tradesmen, rather, we're not craftsmen because you're crafting something out of something else you know right right so that's why i think maybe not i think if you it, it's a caveat that i when i was in a cover band years ago i said the minute we took a dollar for the first gig we got we became professionals absolutely you know now i'm not on the same level as the rolling stones aerosmith the beatles right but, but you're still we are professionals because we get paid. right yeah right so uh, I wonder if that's the like similar thing then with guitar luthiers at uh... right. And I know um, you know through uh, chats and uh, you know messages stuff like that. Other builders, um, there's a lot of other guys that feel the way I do about it. But there's mm -hmm. also a lot of other guys that are like, "Have you built a guitar? Then you're a luthier." You know. Yeah. So it, it's kind of it kind of depends on which which side of the coin you subscribe to. You know. Following that line of logic, I've changed the oil in my car before. Does that make me a mechanic? Precisely. And you know, that, that's so, kind of yeah. where I'm at with it, you know. You just do a lot more oil changes than I right. do. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, did you play, Mike? Did you did you play guitar? Yeah, um, I, I started playing uh, when, I'm trying to think, probably like sophomore year in high school, or yeah. like 13, 14 years old. Um, and I was... I joke with people all the time you know when i when i was a kid um i used to say that i wanted to play guitar really badly and now here i am like 30 years later 
after hours and hours of practice and dedication, I'm now able to play the guitar really badly. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I tell people that I, I own guitars and I can play guitar, but I'm not a guitar player. Right, right. You know, uh, yeah. I, could, I could probably build a guitar, but nothing like what you do. You know, I would, mine would look more like the Hindenburg after you know, with a, with a <laughs> string on it, you know? <laughs> so what, what passion kept you, did you get away from it? Like you, you wanted to build it. You didn't, you gave up on it, but you didn't cause you're still doing it. Did you break yeah. from it for a while and decide, I want to get back into that. I want to figure that guitar thing out. Yeah. And really, um, I, I, one, I feel like I have my daughter to credit for that. She's seven now. Um, and two, I have that whole awkward period of like lockdown and COVID and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that it kind of gave me just some free time, and I I'm one of those people I can't sit idle for long. You know, I just I get bored too quick, and if I don't have some type of creative outlet, something to do with my hands, I'll, I go stir crazy. Yeah. And my daughter at the time, she would have been oh, three or four. Um, we just kind of for the hell of it as just something fun for us to do. I was like, let's let's buy a kit guitar and put it together. We can build our own guitar together. You know, it'll be our little our oh, little fun. project. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting here thinking back to that guitar in high school that was just a disaster. You know, and I'm like, this is this is not going to turn out well, but whatever, it'll be fun. And I'm thinking, you know, we're going to we're going to spend months and months on this thing, you know, getting it done. And it took us like two weeks and we had the whole thing, you know, sanded, painted, finished all the electronics, soldered and installed and put together and playable, you know, no in like a couple weeks time. And I was it, I, I was disappointed. I was like, well. God, that was way too easy. (laughs) I'm like, there was literally no challenge there at all. But it was a kit, so the neck was already... Basically, it's a a guitar that's taken apart, and you're just putting it together. Rebuilding it, yeah. Right. So I was like, there's no challenge there. Okay, what what goes into building one from scratch? So then I I went down this rabbit hole, and for months on end... Any anything that I could read, any videos I could watch, any kind of instructional, anything at all, I just absorbed as much information as I could, you know, yeah. and slowly started building up tools here and there and would order a piece of wood, a neck blank and order a fretboard blank and just started just one at a time, just ordering parts and then just like, OK, I'm, I'm going to start building this guitar and literally from from scratch just from you know blocks of wood um slowly put this thing together and even that one went a lot faster than i thought it would you know it was like <clears throat> i want to say that first, first one was like a month uh-huh. but from start start to finish it was done and playable you know and i, I just immediately i was like i want to build another you know like the I, I got bit by the bug and i was like yeah, I, yeah. I love doing this this is i want to do this so somebody walks into Monkey House and says, "Hey, Mike, I, I heard you on the Music of America podcast, and that knucklehead Tom keeps talking about this place." And uh, <laughs> so I flew in from Chicago or 
New York or California, whatever. And uh, I want you to build this, but I want you to build it with this kind of neck and I want it with this kind of body and this kind of this and this kind of electronics, these pickups, et cetera, et cetera. Do you do that? Do you do that kind of that specific kind of spec work or do you say, I'll, I'll build you? Yeah. And that's, I, I prefer doing it that way more than um, like the several that I've got hanging here in my shop right now are basically like base models that are built for retail just uh-huh. to have stock on hand i can take them to a couple local guitar shops sell them on consignment there you don't have your own retail spot no i don't have my own retail okay. spot technically right now um they they will be available like online for sale yeah so yeah. someone could buy them directly from me um but no i 100 percent prefer having a customer spec out the entire thing exactly to what they're wanting and doing it that way because it, it gives me direction it gives me okay i know i know exactly what i've got to do you know and yeah every it's it, it, it's all planned out for me ahead of time um one that i built it was about a year ago this time um for a customer he was a buddy of mine i used to play in a band with this guy 20 years ago in colorado um he ordered one from me and he um he said my only the only input i'm going to give you on what i want is i don't want a floyd rose and i want one humbucker run with it you know and i was just yeah. like oh awesome you know blank slate this is going to be fun and then i sat here and made myself insane for a month <laughs> trying to figure figure out what what in the hell am i going to build it with do i want <laughs> right. to do this do i want to do this you know and i i went crazy trying to figure out what in the hell to build for him and i I literally i was on the verge of calling him back and being like you've got to give me some kind of direction here you know and he he wouldn't he was just adamant about it yeah i i I guess that could be almost almost intimidating you know because somebody wants wants something done with very few parameters and you invest a lot of time in materials. He right. says, no, that's nothing like I wanted. I told you what yeah. I wanted. I'm like, yeah, no, oh, you I didn't. Was, <laughs> I, I was scared. So he, um, once I got it done, he, he drove up here from Texas yeah. um, to stay over the weekend to pick up the guitar. And so the whole time during the build, um, I forced him to unfollow my page on Facebook. Cause at the time, Facebook was the only social that I was using. Yeah. And I, I was like, I can't do this build and not post pictures of it, the, you know, along the way the whole time because that's it's hamstringing me. So right. you need to unfollow me, and you're not allowed to look at my Facebook until until after it's you've done. Car in your hands. So it was a complete surprise to him. And when he when he drove up here and showed up to pick up the guitar, I was I just I was a bundle of nerves for two days ahead of time. Yeah. And he gets here and walks in, and I posted the video of it of him basically, you know, opening the case and seeing it. And he just, he loves it. And he actually, the same guy, um, texted me or messaged me here just a couple days ago and was like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I got, uh, my Schecter out of the case and got it out and played it for like five minutes and promptly put it back in the case and got your guitar out. Thanks for ruining all my other guitars. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, it was, it was so intimidating not having those parameters ahead of time right. that I, I was just like, Oh my God, you know, what, what, what do I do? You know? 
Now, do you make acoustic guitars too, or just just uh, I, just electric? I don't. I just just do electrics right now. I, again, I feel like maybe twenty years from now, I'm, I might venture into acoustics. You mean when you're a luthier? Right. When, when I'm a luthier, <laughs> I might I might reapproach the subject. <laughs> um, no, Acoustics—they're just, it's just a whole different animal altogether. Yeah. yeah. And I I would like to get a couple hundred electrics under my belt and built and out of the way before i even step into that arena if i do so well one of the guitars we talk about in the commercial that i do for monkey house guitars is the multiverse and i want to talk about that in just a moment okay okay but right now i want to talk about something that happened to me years ago i got into an accident at work where i actually ended up spending the entire month on my stomach while my back wounds were healing i had scalded and severely burned my lower back and about two weeks into my healing i realized hey i haven't had a cigarette in two weeks so i quit smoking now that method worked for me but i don't suggest it for anyone else Thank goodness, though, there's a company called Laser Therapy South. They're located just outside of Fort Lauderdale. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people quit smoking from all over the world. They help them reduce stress. They help them alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed its own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser Therapy. It's a an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. Your success measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is your quit date. The laser set of a cold or therapeutic laser doesn't produce heat, doesn't cut tissue. Most clients walk away saying they feel more like they've had a massage after their treatment. It's at Laser Therapy South, www.lasertherapysouth.com where all questions you have would be answered right there on the spot. Check them out if you want to quit smoking. LaserTherapySouth.com, where being a quitter is a good thing. Our guest today, Mike Thompson from Monkey House Guitars. And if the name sounds familiar, it's uh, since this podcast began, I had about six sponsors at the very beginning, and Mike was one of our original sponsors. And thank you for that, because it gives me something to talk about while I'm segueing from one song to another. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things we talk about in the ad is this is this guitar called the Multiverse. Beautiful, yes. beautiful, Thanks. beautiful Thanks. piece of work. And this is audio. So how do we how do we get that picture for people that haven't gone to Facebook? Explain the multiverse as much in as much detail as you can in the confines of the show that we have here. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um uh, yeah, wood. That's what 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 wood did you use? Uh, okay, so that guitar was five or seven piece maple and walnut neck. Uh, it was a neck through guitar. The body wings were mahogany. The fretboard was palfaro wood. And is that right? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah the fretboard was palfaro, and the top on the on the body, and then the laminate on the headstock, as well as the control cavity covers were cocobolo wood okay um and it uh that one we were we were talking about being given parameters on a guitar uh, um the one, the one we were just talking about i had z almost zero parameters this guitar when when that customer came to me with the idea for that guitar <laughs> um he 
he'd been following my page for a while and sent me a message and okay i want to talk to you about an idea that i've got for a guitar you know i was like all right you know what do you got and he says well i've i've taken this idea to i don't remember how four or five different builders over the last four or five years and nobody wants to touch this thing no nobody wants anything to do with my idea and i think you're the guy to do the job and, I, it's, and i'm like well now you've got me intrigued you know because <laughs> nobody you know what did you come up with, you know? And so he goes on to explain to me that this guitar is a mashup of an Ibanez universe, which is a seven string guitar right. and a Washburn EC 36, which is a six string with an extended cutaway and 36 frets. He, and, and, and he, owns... what, while we're going, I'm going to interject because a lot of people aren't as technical. So what does that mean? You said it's got a extended cutaway, extended cutaway. Yeah. So, yeah, so on the bottom, like, sorry, I'm doing this like it's visual right, instead right, of right. The audio. But your cutaway, your cutaway lets you go all the way down to the end of the neck. Yeah, the cutaway on a normal guitar, that is the cutaway. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the, the bottom horn, which is below your hand while you're playing. So on the extended cutaway, that actually comes down further into the body than what a normal guitar would. So it gives give you more, more access. Right, more yeah, access, more because, flexibility down on the, uh, correct. way down at the end. Okay. Yeah, because that, on that Washburn, with 36 frets, you know, if, if you were playing on a regular body, you just, you wouldn't be able to reach those frets. So that, that extended cutaway allows you access to all those upper frets. Yeah. So he comes to me, you know, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to match these together, you know? And I'm like, all right, yeah, so so far it doesn't sound so bad. Well, I also want it to be a neck through. I'm like, okay. And so that's where instead of the neck being one single piece that detaches from the body, the neck literally runs all the way through the body. It's all one piece of wood glued together. Uh -huh. Um I'm like, all right, well that that make you know a little more complicated now. And then he also wanted um this graphic graphtech acoustophonic piezo system installed in it in the Floyd what Rose. on earth is that <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i at, at that point was I, I had heard of it but wasn't really familiar with it at all so i'm like okay i need to look into this piezo system it's separate saddles or i'm sorry pickups that are each installed individually in the saddles on the floyd rose on that guitar really yeah and so it's got its own onboard preamp um, that's attached to it. There's another module you can attach to it as well to make that guitar a MIDI controller, which then you can run it through a computer and your guitar can sound like literally anything, a saxophone. Like, yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it's got a stereo output jack on it. So he could run it to two separate amps, one running the magnetic pickups to make it sound like a guitar, and the other one running run the piezo system and if you run that just straight then it sounds exactly like an acoustic guitar so yeah so i was like okay you know and then he just he, this guy just had this laundry list of all these exact specifications of how he wanted this and at very first i was overwhelmed with all this information he was giving me you know i'm just like oh my god but as i started getting into the build I really quickly discovered, I'm like, Jesus, this makes life so much easier with all the information that he's given me ahead of time. He knows exactly what he wants. And then in turn, I know exactly what I'm doing and what I'm building 
you know, I, I can see his end goal. So it, it just made it a whole lot easier to get to that point. So it sounds pretty elaborate and way over my pay grade. <laughs> but obviously things that uh, a luthier has learned over 20 years of doing this stuff. So see, when you're, when you're talking like that, and then I, I think you can be classified as a luthier because you know exactly what you're talking about when somebody comes to you with those very specific details of what they want in their guitar. So back to the multiverse. So the, the body assembly or what, how do you, how do you go about that? What, what's, where do you start? What comes first? What comes last? Oh, oh with so the multiverse. On, Cause we're talking about the multiverse. So let's talk yes, about that. Yes. On, on the multiverse, that entire guitar was built around the fretboard a hundred percent. Really? And that, that, and that was, that was where I started. Excuse me with that guitar was the fretboard and the inlays the that fretboard had 92 pieces of hand cut abalone and copper laid into that fretboard all over it um i spent about two and a half weeks just on the fretboard and i think i that's generally kind of where i'll start on a build anyways is with the neck get that all straightened out and then move forward from there um but with that particular one, I think that was the part I was most intimidated by was the fretboard uh -huh. because it was so intricate. Um, so I started with that, spent two and a half weeks on the fretboard. And by the time I had that done, then it was like, take a breath, step back, regroup. And okay, now I can glue the fretboard to this neck blank and kind of rough cut this body blank and put it together. And I remember... I had just just this neck blank, which is just a long rectangular four foot long piece of wood with a fretboard glued to it and these two pieces of mahogany off to the side and sent the customer the picture of that sitting on my workbench. And I was like, right now, your your guitar looks like a really expensive cigar box guitar. You know? <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like at that point. Yeah. And then it, it just kind of progressed from there and so from the fretboard then you attach a chunk of wood or did you already shape the body or do you do you have to balance things out like you you attach it to what the the weight of the wood's going to look like so that you get the feel that a guitarist needs or do you um, go ahead and that, cut the body and attach it and just keep going forward yeah i so i had the neck blank and the body wings and i had roughly cut those out figured where the neck blank was going to run through and had all that cut and then figured out because he was getting a humbucker at the bridge and then a single coil pickup where in what would normally be the middle position. Yeah. But, um, and because that fretboard extended so far, there was no room for a neck pickup, but all he wanted was a humbucker and the single coil. But then I realized that once I had the fretboard glued on, there was no way for me to use a template and route the cavity for the single coil in the middle position because the fretboard is in the way. Right. So then I've got this neck blank and I had to partially cut out that cavity for that pickup and then glue it all together and then kind of move forward from there. Man. But yeah, it, um, it, what it, I saw, what I, cause that's, that's, I, I get it and I was able to follow that, but that's not what I do, you know? Right. <laughs> so what I got, and, and it's really cool on your Facebook page, you actually have a video of you building this guitar. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool because that, that's what I tout most about it, just watching this thing come together. You know, 
right. without knowing the intricacies or the headaches that that yeah that are bestowed upon you when you decide to take <laughs> on such a project. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's cool though is the yeah. end the end product. It's beautiful. Counting counting the, the two and a half weeks working on the fretboard and probably another two weeks prior to that, while I was because I had ordered all the materials in one shot. Um yeah. so for like two weeks while I'm waiting on everything to arrive, um, and then while I'm working on the fretboard, that was all planning, basically, you know planning this whole build out okay what what steps am i doing what in what order am i doing them because this thing is so so out there and so just intricate yeah yes yes and so unlike anything else that i've built and so there was so much planning that went into the front end of that yeah. you know thinking it all out ahead of time and visualizing it all ahead of time that once i got to that step i'm like all right i've been thinking about this step for the last month so i'm pretty confident on what i'm doing here um but yeah it just that that guitar i was so proud of how it turned out but it was so mentally exhausting (laughs) (laughs) it's funny uh mike because in this podcast when i'm interviewing i talk to a lot of people that write music and there's such a parallel there because you have to vision it envision it you have to you can't just sit there and just write something out you can't just sit there and build a guitar Oh, you have absolutely. to think about it. You have to plot it out. You have to sit there and plan parts of this and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And and your creativity is what makes it. It's like the salt in the stew. Any Anybody can make soup, stew. Right. Right. But it's right. how much salt or how much cumin, how much this. And that's that's what you're able to do. The intricacies of that fine tuning handcrafted stuff inlaid frets. I mean, just just so many things that you do that make it so unique and so special. Yeah, two and a half yeah. weeks on the fretboard, for example, it just blows me away. It, it was, it was, it was insane. That was that guitar was such an experience, and I was, I was so honored. Uh, one that that guy chose me to build it for him, you yeah. know, because this was, this was this guy's dream guitar for years, and it didn't exist, and he wanted it to exist so bad, you right? Know? So I was, I, you know, I was just like, I'm, I'm honored to take this on for you. And once it was it was completed and had it boxed up and ready to ship, um, that was that was such a bittersweet oh, moment. Oh, bet I'll bet shipping that off because on on one hand I was like I want this thing out of my house. I tired of looking <laughs> at it. I spent I spent a little over four months on that guitar. I don't want to look at it again, you know. But yeah. then on the other hand, I was like, God, I've I've literally looked at and touched this guitar every day for the last four months i don't i'm not ready to let it go yet you know it's almost bittersweet you know it's 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 like having a child and you're raising them to join the the marines right and you have to let them go because that's you know that's what i built you for that's what you you know we get you ready for this and now go to war go yes ship them them off and and wish them the best that's funny (laughs) we're with mike thompson today monkey house guitars and tecumseh Kansas. Mike, when we come back, I want to talk about Ryan's guitar. First, I got to talk to the bass players, though. Bass players, the bag is a high-quality leather gig bag family of products that are handmade in the USA with the finest craftsmanship and a beautiful, sophisticated, very cool overall appearance. They're made of some of the finest quality leather and cushion available and meant to last a lifetime, literally. They've got over 30 years in the leather industry, extremely proud to introduce this line of gig bags targeted for both the skilled professional as well as the fun-seeking novice. Their hope 
is that you're going to love the bags as much as they do. It's called The Bag, a whole line of gig bags from Tony Vaughn Base Bags, www.tonyvaughn.com. Our guest, Mike Thompson from Monkey House Guitars. And if uh, you were watching the video or listening to the outtakes, you'd be saying, this is a fun interview, but boy, I keep getting tongue-tied today. <laughs> I, I would have already been throwing tools at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they don't they don't let me around sharp objects, man. <laughs> so there's another guitar that I was watching on your Facebook page, and it's Monkey House Guitars on Facebook. You had a website that's kind of in limbo, so everybody right. needs to just go to Monkey House Guitars on Facebook. It's Monkey House, one word, yep. guitars. Yep. And we'll talk more about yep. that in the last section here. But there's uh, Ryan Purds. Yes, Ryan Purds. Ryan Purds is and P U R D Z, really P E R D Z. P E R D Z. Okay, Ryan Purds. Yep, really, really cool guitar that you made for Ryan. Tell us about that one. Yeah. So, quick backstory about Ryan. Um, I want to say three years ago, give or take. um, My wife is on TikTok all the time. And she she kept telling me there there's this this guy on TikTok you need to check him out you would love his music and I wasn't on TikTok at the time I didn't want anything to do with it mm-hmm. and so once once I got the business going um, I was like I need to get my name out there on more social media so I got a TikTok for the business we have an Instagram as well um, but then it, you know it came back around she's like you've got to check this guy out. <clears throat> So I check him out, um, and this kid, he just turned 22 years old uh, here a couple months ago. Uh-huh. This kid is hands down one of the most talented musicians and singer-songwriters that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I just, I immediately, I was like, oh my God, this this kid, I promise you, and anybody listening to this now, this kid within five years is going to be a household name. You no know, kidding. I was like, wow. I was like, I was like, oh my God, this, he is so good. Um, so in talking with my wife about it, I was like, you know, what would be awesome to do if I could hustle enough and try enough and get this kid's attention, get on his radar and build him a guitar, you know, and give it to him and just get him to play my guitar. Cause he yeah. on, on TikTok alone, he, he's got over a million followers, you know? Wow. Um, wow. yeah. And I was like, that, that's like so much exposure. You can't buy that kind of exposure. So it, it took a couple months of me trying and trying and trying to get this kid's attention and finally got his attention. We started communicating. I was like, I want to build you a guitar. I want to gift you a guitar. What what would your dream guitar be? You know? And so through listening to his his music that he's put out and through talking to him, I got a real good idea of the sound he was going after and what what he preferred in a guitar and what what he would want and so designed this whole thing um spent hell a couple days um just just picking out the pickups on this thing um he does he does a lot of lives on tiktok and plays acoustic stuff so i was like if i put one of those acoustophonic systems in his guitar then he could play that guitar on there as well um so yeah, spent spent a couple months working with him, talking with him, going back and forth on that, and built that guitar for him. And 
just gifted it to him basically like here's here's a guitar play the hell out of this thing uh, that's, and get my that's team out amazing there. that you gifted and, it to him i think that's a piece yeah. of work that's a piece of work yeah. and you put a lot of time into that thing yeah yeah that's amazing and and is he touring with it now is he playing is he, you say he's in new york does he just play new york now or is he touring northeast or what yeah um, and that that's what so ryan and i have over the course of the past not quite year probably past nine months or so developed a pretty good friendship we'll talk a lot and joke around with each other a lot aside from just the music side of it you know uh -huh. um and I, I keep pushing him and I, I'm trying really hard pushing him to because he'll he'll play out at clubs around where he lives in um, just outside of Buffalo. He'll play out at clubs around there every once in a while. But he primarily sits at home and writes and records music and put, puts these albums out and then just plays on TikTok. And I'm like, dude, you're wow. you're, you're squandering your talent here. You're 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 getting so many listens on spotify and on youtube and apple music and all this if you were out playing playing out at, at shows you'd be selling them out every night you know yeah you, you've got to start pursuing this you know and so that's kind of i just kind of keep trying to light the fire under him to so to get him going did you name the guitar i did not um we jokingly named it mia that's what because I thought. He's got, he's, he's got a song that it's it's called "I Want a Girl Like Mia Khalifa," and Mia Khalifa <laughs> is a porn star. Oh. And, <laughs> and so I was I was like, I'm gonna name this. I was going to engrave or inlay Mia on the headstock, yeah. you know. But then I was like, no, I I, I don't want to do that to him and have him just be stuck with that name with it forever. So we didn't name that one. So Ryan is playing your guitar. Have you had it? I guess he hasn't toured. He hasn't hit Tecumseh, Kansas just yet, right? Not yet. Not yet. Have you seen videos <laughs> of him on TikTok? Is he playing Mia? He or? has. He um, okay. and that honestly, that uh, that was almost a religious experience. Um, I'll bet because because Ryan is one. He's a hell of a songwriter. Uh -huh. He's he's got this voice that it, it just he's god gifted him with this voice it's amazing yeah. um but he's also just an incredibly incredibly talented guitarist and you never really pick up on that watching him like play lives on tiktok because he'll just sit there and play acoustic songs you never really pick up on how good of a guitarist he is right after he got that guitar um i think it was later that night and then a couple nights later after that um he just randomly went live on tiktok and was just sitting there just wailing away on this guitar for like an hour wow you know and i i literally i was i had goosebumps the whole time sitting there almost in tears watching this kid just murder this thing just oh, good. making it sing and i was just like oh my god this is th this is magic you know now guitarists use the word tone so much it's like a religion you know and tonal quality and so listening to the tone of that guitar what other guitar would you match that tonal quality to if you had or if you could is it a schecter tone is it a les paul is it a a hybrid it's, between a paul reed smith and a telly or what it's um so the before i touch on tone the design of it overall 
it's kind of a hybrid between a Paul Reed Smith, a Les Paul, and a Telly. It's, yeah. it's kind of if you took all three of those and made a love child, that's what that <laughs> guitar is. Because I'm sorry, I'm just I, I'm just visualizing a party back in the '60s with these guitars <laughs> having an orgy, with, with and then this comes out. <laughs> Here's your baby. <laughs> Here's your baby. Right. We we <laughs> named her Mia. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the that was my big thing with his guitar, um, because he I knew he was going to play it and record with it and play yeah. it a lot, and I've listened to every song this kid has put out a thousand times so i i knew okay he he plays a telly he plays a strat a lot he had had a les paul that he played for a while he has a gretch that he played for a while so i had a real good idea of what sounds he was going after and what sounds he had already captured and recorded you know so on his guitar that was one thing i took a lot of time on on his um he not only had that acoustic system installed in the bridge but he had two humbuckers but i made both of those humbuckers able to coil split so uh-huh. he had i'm trying to he had one two three four five he had six or eight different tonal options that he could yeah. choose from just by just by splitting a couple humbuckers yeah switch. yeah wow. so instead of just neck sound bridge sound that's it he has all these different options that he can choose from to get out of that one guitar and that that more than anything on that guitar is what I was really proud of the electronics job that I did on that one because it's so versatile you can get a single coil strat sound you can get a single coil tele sound you can get a, a really beefy Les Paul sound you can get any kind of sound you're going after yeah. with that one guitar that's incredible and you can see uh, again videos of of Ryan playing that on your Facebook page See him yeah, opening yeah. up his guitar and big smile yes. on his face. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so normally we have musicians in here and this would be where we play the third song and we right. come out of that third song and we go into shameless self-promotion. Well, this has been about a, an hour long promotion for monkey house <laughs> guitars, but there's still a couple of things I want to talk about. So I'm not going to do another commercial. We're just going to go right into the shameless self-promotion, but I want to kind of set you up because one of the things we talked about talking about, we haven't, and that's that graveyard that's hanging up above you. (laughs) And for those of you that don't have video, because this is an audio only, uh, Mike Thompson from monkey house guitars has at least, I'm going to guess eight to 10 shapes. Uh, of, of guitars that are yet to be done. So talk to me about that and shameless, pr- shamelessly promote monkey house guitars for the next minute or two. I, I, when I started this, I just wanted to be made to order. I had no dreams of I'm going to end up with this huge inventory of, you know, guitars on hand and, and just start selling retail. Um, but then I, I ended up with a bunch of extra body blanks and neck blanks and parts and stuff sitting around. And um, I, I was like bored, basically. So like, all right, what the hell? I'm just I'm going to start building some to have sitting around here that are based on that illusion body. Uh, that's what uh, Ryan Purd's guitar is also. Uh-huh. Um, so just started making those, and one of them, the one you were asking about earlier, that's I think got a nine-piece body. Yeah, yeah. That actually, it was that was scraps and cutoffs that I had sitting around here in my shop, and I was like, okay, I've got these two pieces of walnut, I've got 
three or four really good pieces of ash uh-huh. and just just glued all these pieces together and made a body blank out of it and cut that. I'm like, well, God, that looks beautiful. It you know? really looks cool. Um, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, just kind of started building those just on a whim. And my hope was as I started building them through, through one of the socials, somebody, you know, cause I'm selling these at a way cheaper price than something that you come to me and spec out with, you know, cause these are more base model. Right. And my hope was that somebody would jump in on one of them sooner, you know, and be like, hey, I want I want that one, you know, do this and this to it. And I could really just take one of them and run with it. So and it hasn't happened yet. So uh, now I'm literally sitting here with like half a dozen guitars in progress uh, to finish being built. So, so if somebody needs a custom guitar, you've got a you got a head start on at least half a dozen of them. And I'm sure right. to get the inventory out of here. Right. You will, you will do a special deal, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of them, one of them that I started that's hanging up here. Um, I started it a hundred percent because of my daughter. She's seven years old. And ever since I started this whole business, um, dad, I want you to build me a guitar, you know? I'm like, okay, well, one, guitars are pretty expensive to build, you know? And two, a little seven-year-old girl holding a full-size guitar. It's behemoth to her. Right. You know, right. probably weighs and more than she does. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's taller than she is. Right. So I got to thinking, I'm like, well, why couldn't, why couldn't I just scale down an electric guitar mm-hmm. to her size? You know? Right. So I literally got out the material that I used to make templates and had her sit down and shape the body to where it would fit her. And then figured out, okay, instead of a 25 and a half inch scale guitar, I can scale that down to a 20 and a half inch scale yeah. neck, a little kid size neck, and build a fully functioning, just like a regular guitar, but scaled down for a kid, right. you know? <laughs> and then got to thinking too, I'm like, man, I could start cranking these out and that would make an excellent travel guitar as well, you know? Oh, because yeah. So yeah. much smaller, you know, but fully functional. Somebody could have whatever pickups in it they wanted, whatever bridge configuration they wanted in it, but it'd just be really tiny and easy to travel with as well. So starting starting working on those, it's not completed yet. Um, it's just, it's been slow going with everything going on. And so, yeah, this is my, my guitar graveyard mess right now. There we go. <laughs> One more thing we wanted to plug too, and then we got to we got to back out of here. But uh, you run a some sort of a, a raffle every year, yeah. And you're talking about doing that this year, so people need to be watching <laughs> Monkey House Guitars yes. on Facebook because of a raffle that you have every year. Yeah, yeah. So we did one last year. Um, started it. I want to say it was around October when we started that. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd, I'd like to get a little bit more of a head start on one this year. I may use one of these that I've got half built now yeah. for that. Um, Boy, if only then, you had one that was made of nine pieces of wood. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally, I could use that one for the raffle guitar this year, 100%. Beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we ran that raffle for a couple months. Um, once the guitar that we raffled off, once it was completed... I took it uh, to a guitar shop in Lawrence and let it live in there for like two or three weeks beforehand so that anyone who was local could go in, check it out yeah, and, yeah. Play and see if they wanted to throw their 20 bucks in the ring to try to win it. Yeah. Um, 
And it actually, it, it was funny the way that raffle worked out. Um, it, it kind of screwed me in a way because the guy that won it, um, he's a friend of mine. And he had been talking to me for about a month before oh, no. Christmas, <laughs> wanting wanting to order a guitar for his daughter because she uh -huh. was wanting to learn how to play. She wanted a guitar. And he was like, well, if we're going to get her a guitar, I want you to build it for her. And I was like, absolutely. You know, I'd love to. And so then he ended up buying several, several raffle tickets and won the guitar. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> out of that business. But <laughs> oh, well, but it's uh, so it's not happening right now. But by mid-October or so, when this actually airs, you might have something going on. So people need to go to your Facebook page, which is Monkey House Guitars, yep. all one word, right? Uh, correct. I think it's, it's monkey house. Well, one monkey word. house is all one word. Yeah. Yeah. Monkey house, one words and a space and guitars. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Mike Thompson, you won't call yourself a luthier, but I will. And I have, and I will continue <laughs> to do so until the, somebody legally tells me I can't do it. It's been a real pleasure having you on the show, man. We gotta, we gotta get on again, man. It's just, I, I, I'm not a tech guy, but I can talk about this stuff for hours because it's fascinating to me. What goes Absolutely. into what you do. And uh, thank you for being one of our sponsors and thanks for being a part of the Music of America podcast, Monkey House Guitars and Mike Thompson. Up next, Joey Dean and the Dry River Band. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.